Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up, Fungal Associates? Welcome to Completely Arbitrary Tremium. Only here on Supercast. Wow. I've never heard you say that before. Welcome to Supercast Tremium, because this is our first official <laughs> side show. That's right, Casey. Yeah, a real side show. This is a real side show, if you know what I mean. We got the, the bearded woman over there on the couch. She's gorgeous. I'm the 600-pound man. <laughs> I'm the bearded woman? You're yeah. Offensive. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't Victorian wanna, freak show. Can you believe miss... that was ever a thing, Casey? You know, I really can. I really can. Okay, yeah, I guess I can, too. And I also have to say, it turns out, I'm pretty positive, a lot of those people were quite happy with it. Interesting. Because they were outcasts in society otherwise. Yeah, yeah. And then they found this other group of outcasts and they're like, yeah, you're one of us. And then they made money kind of being like, look at how weird I am. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like they steered into it. I, I don't, I'm not going to say, I'm going to, you no, can't speak for all yes. of those participants. Exactly. But that's, I, I, that's a fair thing to assume. I think, I think there's probably a lot of that. I think like, you know, we have this new language now about exploitation and, yeah. um, and, uh, sort of, you know, uh, disability shaming or whatever. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that I think that if they were alive today and having seen how society has changed, they might feel differently. Yeah, I think you're right. But, but I, I but I at the time, right. I don't know if we had those sorts of I don't know. ways of thinking. Yeah, I don't know. But I I've read a couple things about just random people just following some Wikipedia hole. Yeah, and like some people like yeah they did this for like twenty years and they had a great time. Yeah, uh, I don't think they didn't say they had a great time, but it's like. That's the only way they could go about it. And I think it became like a bit of a community sure. uh, of these sideshows. But yes, it would be kind of a weird, kind of a weird thing. I They're... bet you they had great parties though. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, can you imagine like a, like an old timey circus party just drinking like blackstrap rum? Now, do you think at these parties they hired like very normal looking men to come and, <laughs> and like kind of gaze at and, and make yeah. fun of. Look at their fingers. <laughs> There's only five. <laughs> what a freak. Now that's a fun idea. That's a good <laughs> SNL sketch. <laughs> that would be really good. The after party at yeah. the uh, freak show. <laughs> Everyone just brings in normal people yeah. to the sideshow. That yeah. would be such a good flipped script. Yeah. There's just a fish in a bowl. <laughs> weird man <laughs> there doesn't even have a human head uh casey that's right this is our first tremium episode sure is 
We had a great idea for this. Yes, we did. It's not often that we ha- come up with an idea live on a mainline episode and True. then follow through and make that episode happen. Yeah, most of the time we forget that we said it. Absolutely, but Sorry, here we are following through. Yeah. Hey. Mommy and Daddy didn't forget about your soccer game. We're here cheering you on. We're here. Good job. Yeah. Casey, so a few episodes, uh, I think, we mentioned um, that there's a big... There's a seismic shift, Mm. I love that term, Mm -hmm. happening in the bird world. I should say the birding world, the ornithology world. Yes, yeah. They're basically the bird board um, came together and said, you know what? We have so many birds whose common names. Yes, specifically. Yes. I don't think anyone is changing the scientific names. That's right. Their common names are named after a person. So they looked at all these tr- tr- birds named after people and they said, you know what? The guy, the guys, I'll say guys who these birds are named after, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they had, they're not, not such great guys. Not um, necessarily. Yeah. Or, uh, or like they never even saw the bird. They never yeah. even touched them. They're not even bird people. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have anything to do with the bird. Maybe they were wildly racist in their time. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, you know, owned slaves or maybe they were uh, uh, womanizers or, or uh, uh, had interesting thoughts about uh, Native American people. Maybe they were just random white people who just had no reason to be associated with this bird to begin with. Yeah. I, I think I, I, I have made this assumption maybe that's because they're such problematic figures, Um, but it's also, you're right, because they may have never even heard of this bird. Yeah. Well, the way it was described to us by Posthumous, I guess, if you named posthumously. Oh, yes. Posthumously. Posthumously. Uh, It was mostly uh, described to us by David Allen Sibley. That's right. And uh, DAS said... That it had also to do with the fact that it kind of gives them some like ownership of it, you know? Yeah. Because it's usually called Croson's Warbler, mm-hmm. which is kind of like there's a possessive apostrophe there. Oh, and I it's see. like, well, why is this person associated with it? Why do, why does it as if they are the owners right. in a you know not a literal sense, but in a linguistic sense? That's sure. the name of it. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're you're it it, it kind of uh, came. I guess all this to say, finish what you're what you're saying. Well, they're they're changing this. So yes. the the ornithological society, whatever it's called, I bird, like bird board, bird people, uh, the bird the board, BB. the bird people. Mm-hmm. They have decided to take all of the. <laughs> BBBP. <laughs> All of these birds that are named after people and give them a more descriptive name based on the birds' colors and markings and song yeah, and like just something anything. to do with the bird. Yes. And it, it basically says, now we're going to get rid of the association. Yeah. Whether or not that's a good association, a bad association. Sure. The idea is that it should be descriptive or neutral is what it was uh, described to us. Well, Casey, this may all be happening in the bird world, but today you and I have decided to apply this new way of naming and, and thinking about these things. That's right. To our subject, which is trees. A hundred percent. How exciting. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued 
at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Let's dive into our list. We've got a Let's great list of, of human-centric names here. Yes. And we are going to start brainstorming and come up with some better names. That's right. And then uh, if we get three people that comment and say, do it, then we will actually create a uh, nonprofit and it will be called something and we'll do this for every single tree. Yes. And then and we're also going to apply for grants from the National Science Foundation. And then 20 years later, uh, there will be a groundbreaking story from the New York Times about this this huge scam that Casey Clapp and Alex Croson. <laughs> they made millions of dollars, <laughs> and all they did was call was say officially, yeah. "This tree is this tree." <laughs> all they had to do was make a website <laughs> with a with a donation button. That would be so funny. So, uh, Casey, let's get started here. Mm. Uh, we mentioned, you know, kind of going sporadically through the list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is there one that you are particularly drawn to from this list you've made? Yes. And I, it's actually the very top one. The Brewer Spruce. The Brewer Spruce. Yes. Named after? Named after Henry Brewer. William Henry Brewer. William Henry Brewer. Yes. Now, so I, the reason I wanted to start with this is we've talked about this tree. We did it uh, last year when we were talking about, uh, or talking with Michael Kaufman of Backcountry Press, as well as a couple other things. Really great guy. Great episode. Of course, listen to it. Um, it's a wonderful species that grows down in the Siskiyous, the Kalamath Mountains in Southern Oregon, Northern California. And it's a beautiful tree, but they call it a brewer spruce for no really good reason. Uh, there is this guy, and I have linked on all of these things, and we'll we'll hopefully put these in there oh, well yeah. so you can see what we're talking about. Totally. These will be in the episode description. Yeah. So this guy, uh, William Henry Brewer, a lot of these people were just kind of random people that were doing some random thing every now and then looking at trees. But, for instance, other birds, they were named after tree after people who had nothing to do with it like they just happen it would be like us saying oh we're gonna honor obama with the name of a tree just call it obama's spruce yeah so it's like oh great wonderful i'm glad you did but like does he really have anything to do with this like uh, at all yeah it's a little it's a little random yeah and so some of them are random some of them are like this person found this tree totally and it was just named by somebody else but this guy, I, for each one of these, Casey, I want to, I just want to um, give the year they were born yep. and their their sex and their race. Ah, okay. So I will say this guy was born in 1829 and by all, by all appearances, he, he, he seems to be a white male. Yes. Uh, he was from uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. That's right. Mm-hmm. Wow, you nailed that. I, I looked at that word and I had no idea oh. Poughke- Poughkeepsie, but I have heard of it, but yeah. I would not look at that and think Poughkeepsie. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. It's spelling, isn't it? It's like Poughkeepsie. Well, uh, and the other thing that I, I do want to note, and this is only because I, I went through all these already, oh. uh, I think we should give them a, a rating of beard because <laughs> this is the 1800s and my wow. God, some of these people have fantastic beards, well, including <laughs> Mr. Brewer. So I got to give them a little bit of credit for just looking dapper. Yeah, I will say, you know, we don't have any context for the rest of these guys yet, yeah. but so far I would give this guy like an eight out of 10 great beard. in terms of his beard. Yeah, don't worry. There's a couple others that are going to 
be over the top. It's a touch unkempt, but it is quite full. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a good shaped mustache. He does. He's, he really does. And I really just think that's a pre- I think we should appreciate that. Well, Casey, of course, the tree that is named after him, the Brewer Spruce, yep. Picea Brewer. Brewer oh, fuck. I was going to try to do it on the first try. Picea Breweriana. Yeah, or just Breweriana. Breweriana. Yeah. Oh, Breweriana. Yeah. Oof, that's hard. You got it. One more time. Breweriana. Breweriana. Good job, Alex. Uh, that's the Brewer Spruce. Uh, that's right. It's also called the Weeping Spruce. Exactly. And that honestly, this is going to be the easiest one because it is just, we should just call it the Weeping the Spruce. The Weeping Spruce. Yeah. If anything, um, I believe Siskiyou is a native term a native description or name okay i don't know if there's a tribe called the siskiyous or anything like that unfortunately either way it's banned from from this exercise yeah because because the people because, yeah it can't mm. be we can't name this after people Casey. okay about the tree itself and if it's from a place that is named after a people we also cannot do that oh we'll get there alex Pennsylvania, out of the question. Can't do Pennsylvania. Can't do uh, down here. We'll, we'll go to Virginia. We got some Virginiana coming. Not happening. Anyway, <laughs> yes, I agree. And but I'm one thing, and this is another thing. Maybe we're just not going to get through even one tree today, because. Well, yeah, I mean, my I'm curious uh, on your thoughts about uh, a place name being a uh, an indigenous name for that place. Yeah. So, for instance, we have the Austrian pine. Austrian black pine is a tree that grows in Austria. It's named after this region in Europe yeah. that was named by and for the people who live there. We don't need to get into the specifics of how all these names came. Maybe it was an old Please. Roman name and all these things. Like We're, we're not going to dive into that. But it wasn't forced on those people, mm-hmm. and it was not changed. So like the people from the Willamette Valley... Almost nothing except maybe the counties are named after those people, Mm -hmm. but you don't have these certain names. And if so, it was like usually co-opted, like almost appropriated from these people. For sure. Yeah. And Isn't Willamette itself? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Willamette and like, I mean, Minnesota, like you name it. Oh, like probably so many names that you don't expect are actually native names for the people that were here. Yep. But they also have named the land themselves or their area. And so I'm kind of like, well, if 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 Siskiyou, if it's like, ah, oh, these are the Siskiyou Mountains or Wallawa Mountains, Ochoco Mountains, like these are names probably given by or told to the white people who came over uh-huh. by the people who were there. Or they said, oh, yeah, well, that's the Wallawa country. And they just called it that because that's where the Wallawa people were. Or that's yeah. what the people who lived in that area called them. So it makes me think like, well, maybe we could call it like Wallawa or, or Siskiyou Pine or something like that. I, I think, I think, I think no. Okay. All right. I think a, a even even these indigenous people, I hope this is not a hot take. Um, we'll see how, how hot it is. <laughs> but uh, I think even, you know, naming it after the indigenous people of the land, they're still people. Mm-hmm. And um, the, I like the idea that the land belongs to itself, that ah. the trees belong to themselves and belong to the land. Okay, yeah. Have an exist to write, uh, a right to exist on their own. That's what gives them value is that so, they exist. So this is going to be a very narrow, uh, narrowly defined, we're naming it about the the place broadly or the tree itself i will say yeah when so you like, say place like the biome yes like, like this is the mountain fir. exactly yes exactly all right cool. not okay. this is the mount hood fir um perfect yeah in that case i think this needs to be 
the Weeping Spruce. I think Weeping Spruce is perfect. We're stamping it. I think it sounds great. Sending it off to our, uh, our, our lawyers. Done. I will also say, as a side note, I really want to also change the scientific names. I know this is kind of a, a big of a stretch. No, I mean, the scientific name has the name of the guy in it. Exactly. It should, and, and it's Bruriana, which means, like, Anna means of, you know, or, like, about uh-huh. this person. So it, it literally uh, is kind of the same thing. So it translates, Picea Bruriana translates as Brewer's Spruce. So what I want yeah. to, or the Spruce of Brewer, yeah, I would think that should be Picea Pendula. Oh, because Pendula means hanging? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I was also, I mean, and that's fine because pendula is already a well-known, like, kind of scientific term. Exactly, yeah. A lot of different things. It's And it's also just, it is generally Latin for hanging. Sure. Pendulous. People know this. Yeah. Um, I was going to pitch, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Picea clamantis. Clamantis. Which means crying in oh, Latin. Oh, really? Yeah. Clamantis. Clamantis or clamantis. Huh. And then for you have weeping, which is fletus. Yeah. Fletus or fletus. Hmm. Um, but I like your I like your pendula. That's a little okay. more well known. Yeah. Yeah. All we'll right, go well, pendula. Like, okay, we'll go with one of those three. All right. Uh, Casey, I'm going to pick the next one. I was going to say, go for it. What do you got? Well, I want to. I'll say I want to save Douglas fir for last. It's going to be really hard. I know. Um, I am going to go for something I did not know was named after a person. I probably oh. did and I forgot. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a few in there that I know about and it's, it's, these are going to be hard. This is the Magnolia. The Magnolia. Um, named after uh, Pierre Magnol. Yeah. Which is, I had no idea until sometime during this, uh, this podcast. And I also didn't know like Camellia, Stewardia, yeah. all of these plants are the same thing. And I didn't put either of those on here. They're not, they didn't make the list. Okay. Uh, but it's the same situation in that this isn't just saying this is Brewer's Spruce. Spruce, great, let's stick with that. All the other ones, uh, or most of what we're talking about here is somebody's name, generic tree. This name is is the generic tree right so like even if we have like the uh, right anyone's magnolia that's uh-huh. like a double a double negative so what you're saying is this is not like the magnolia pine named after james magnol yes this is magnolia is the name of the tree precisely is the generic name of the magnolia is the name of the of the genus yes and it also goes all the way up like yeah. there's magnoliaceae there's the magnoliales like mag, it, it is like one of the most top descriptors of that kind of flowering plant. Yep. It go it's all the way down. This is a structural Jenga piece. Yes. Oh, <laughs> massive. Yeah. So, but I I I agree that uh yeah, I think we should change it because again, it feels like because I didn't know that this was named after a person, I always just thought that it was some name that meant some pretty flower. Yeah. Like it's just what it that's just what sure, I think. Sure, yeah. So, uh, well, I'll say Pierre Mangle or Magnol, not Mangle, um, French botanist, yeah. uh, born 1638. And we only have a, uh, you know, I can, I can only assume from this, this artist's rendering and, and his kind of background, but I believe that he is a, he's white uh, yeah. and he's a male. <laughs> uh, mustache rating, 
two. Uh, if that, Casey. But yeah, come on. <laughs> you got to give a little credit for the fact that he just went for it in such a pathetic, uh, yeah, yeah. like 1700s <laughs> French way. You, and if you're French, I'm sorry, but you're going to look at this and also be like, yeah, yeah. That, guy, that guy really was the most French you could possibly be in uh, the late 1600s. Totally. He, you can tell that he... He really, he just like let it grow out and this is what happened. You get, it's just this thin little. <laughs> it's a wisp, but it also like, I, I thought you're going to like, you can tell he's an asshole. <laughs> you can tell I mean, he's just, the picture, yeah. he almost like his eyebrows are raised so that he looks like he's like, I fucking get he, You're below yeah. me. He looks like he smells something bad and, and it's, it's you. you. <laughs> That's exactly right. So yeah, this what what is it? He's a, a French botanist. Yep, uh, and he uh, he was alive 1638 to 1715. Okay, so 17th hey, century. He came from a family of pharmacists. That's mm, kind of interesting. Okay, yeah, um, makes sense why he's a botanist. They were actually pretty much the same thing. Oh, interesting. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, of course the magnolia is is this tree with a big, you know, milky white flower. These gorgeous, I mean, there's nothing, t- there's no shortage of like interesting, beautiful things on this tree. Yeah. The leaves, le- thick, leathery, big, that brown undercarriage, that kind of orange uh, well, pubescence. That's just the southern magnolia. Most of the other magnolias wow. are actually deciduous. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I th- then I, in that case, I say, let's name it after the flower. Yes, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Now, the flower is an ancient uh, model, I think we could say. So it's a right. it's a kind of flower that is uh, the the old style term is primitive, but it would be uh, actually it was um, Joyce and Tory of the botany what's his thing oh. who said the way to think about it is it's a it's a modern uh, it's a it's an updated model. So if you think about it as like Ford made cars but their engine has kind of changed over time Mm -hmm. but they didn't do like oh this is a wildly different thing than ever it's kind of like you can watch the iterations go as they developed more Uh same thing with different plants so you can have a really old lineage of plants and you can say yes this is the modern model of magnolia but you can look back and see older magnolias and kind of say ah okay so primitive just means that it has a very old lineage. Okay. So it's not that it's any less effective or something than something else. Because primitive usually has that kind of uh, tone to it. Uh Oh, that's primitive. That means it's not as 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 up-to-date, not as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like, no, it's not quite that, but... It's just a classic. It's just a classic. Yeah, so this is a classic. And it's so old. This is my favorite fun fact about Magnolias. It, It is such an old lineage that they are still pollinated by beetles yes literally bees did not exist yes. flies didn't exist it's because those insects did not exist when this tree when this tree got its start right i love that that is so that's such a fun i say that to anybody i'm with whenever i see magnolia <laughs> and they're like oh cool yeah like, no uh, do you understand like, how cool this listen is to me. <laughs> you didn't listen or else you would be stunned by what i just said well casey i'm thinking of like um southern magnolia is the magnolia of course that i had the most familiarity with yeah Grandiflora. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's something there, big flower. So um, I, yeah. have a, I have a thought. So we, we it's, it's an old ancient lineage, oh, right? Yeah. Now, if we are talking about something that is new, the Latin would be neo. Sure. And I kind of like want to see what is the opposite of that, like a paleo almost. 
where paleo means like a a, it's the older thing or antiqua or antica yeah um antica kind of like antiquity yeah yeah almost so what if it's like um antiqua and i like antiqua okay but it would be uh floral and and uh into and Antiquiflora. Well, uh, Antiquiflora. <laughs> it's way too Latin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say bef- the Latin for before. Yeah. If Neo is like after, uh-huh. right? Before is, I guess Neo is new. Yeah. Um, bef- before is anti, like A-N-T-E. Mm. Uh, like anti. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like what, antebellum south kind of thing. It was oh, before yeah. Interesting. That. Okay, yeah. yeah. Before okay. bellum? Before bellum. I really believe it's basically pre-Civil War okay. south. Um, ooh. What so anti a n t e? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So what if what if it's like uh, uh, anti flora, anti floral, anti? I want to do something with the flower. It's like it's an ancient flower. How about the how about the ancient ancient flower tree? Yeah. What's that? What is what is that in Latin? Oh. Ancient flower tree. Well, ancient flower is flos antiqui. Flos antiqui. Hmm. I don't know if q u is qua or k. Yeah. This is a lot harder than I thought. Flos antiqui. Flos antiqui. Well, that's also Latin, Casey. Yes, yes. So I, I think we should do English. I think we should do English. Ooh. But like, okay. we could use the Latin to sort of maybe plus it up or something, if that yeah. makes sense. Okay, so here's another thing about the magnolia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got its leaves, uh, or its, its flowers, rather. They do not have a differentiation between the petals and the sepals. Right. Which makes them tepals. So okay. I kind of want to call this the teeple flower. The teeple flower tree. Yeah, the teeple tree. The teeple tree. That's fun. Okay. That, that's, that's great. That's what I would go for. Okay. So these are now teeples. The scientific name is Antiflora. I love it. Can I pitch in, a, in can I pitch like a, uh, a second idea? Uh, no. Like, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Alex. Please, 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 please. What, what do you want to do next? What's your thing? What? Yeah, I need you to hear this. I'm, I can't move on. I'm going to wait here in silence. What about pinion pine? <laughs> um it was uh ancient the perfect perfect flower tree oh yes so we talked about them having a perfect they have both oh, male and female parts oh yeah yeah now what would that be in uh in latin um uh, something and uh uh was perfect um Alex is looking one moment up. we put alex on the the latin dictionary by the way for everyone who's over there wondering Perfectus. Perfectus. Okay, so what if we just call what if we just call the scientific name instead of magnolia? Because this is magnolia is the genus scientific name and right. the other one. This is like the OG perfect flower. We can just call it Neoperfectus. Neoperfectus. I'm sorry. No. Flora perfectus. Pa- uh, paleo. Paleo. Well, yeah. I want to. Ma- I want to mash into just one genus name. Okay. Paleo. Anti. Perf- anti anti perfectus. Use all of them. Put them all in there. And tepefectus. And and You think this is how actual taxonomists do it? I, I think so. Yeah. Except every time they come up with one, they have to take a shot so the next one gets a little wilder. <laughs> how about Simon Fievelfall? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Put it on the board. Anyway, uh, everyone look that up and wonder. What the hell Pierre Magnol was doing with his mustache? <laughs> Casey, uh, next up, I'm just going to pitch one. Is do it okay? It. Yeah. Because uh, I just don't know what to do with those tossed salad and scrambled furs. Frazier fur. 
John Frazier, no mustache, uh, a bit of a pompous picture. Uh, he He's looking at you with the air of, I am so much better than you. Yeah, well, you know, he's holding like a little sprig of some plant and an axe in the other hand. See, I don't, is that an axe? That's what that is, isn't it? Yeah. I, I believe it says, um, yeah. he's anyway, holding a long axe. I can imagine that he would like watch someone get hit by a sleigh and not really give a shit. Yeah. So I, anyway, just, just bit, as a my first reaction. A bit sociopathic, maybe. <laughs> yeah, a bit so. Yeah. I mean, he is carrying an axe. Um, so, so that's that's him. Anyway, and the, the tree. F- yes, uh, you're you're familiar with this tree, Alex? I'm not familiar with this tree. Well, this is the fir that grows in the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. So, Fraser fir actually grows in the uh, the southern Appalachian Mountains, and as you go north, it transitions to the balsam fir. And the balsam fir has been treated as a same species as it or as a uh, subspecies. So I believe that is actually balsam is the species. Fraser was a subspecies. Okay. But now they have split it up and now there's two official different species. You know, John Fraser would just hate that. I don't, I think he would like it. That he, he would, was part of a subspecies? Yes. Not, okay. Agreed. Sorry. I thought you were saying he hated they were lumped oh. or split apart. No. Yes. I agree. He would be like, uh, no, switch it. Yeah. I'm first. Me. Somebody else can be the subspecies. Uh, I don't care what you think. Yeah. I have an axe. <laughs> so I... have <laughs> an axe. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Alex? So this is, um, it's a, it's a, it's a fur species that grows in the highest elevations in the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. Is that a characteristic of it, that it grows in really high, ap- high elevations? Yes, very specifically. Okay. And it grows uh, almost exclusively... In the the southern area between uh, Tennessee, North Carolina, uh-huh. and Virginia, does it, those mountains? That's do, it. Does it have any? So it's endemic to those mountains. It is. Yeah. Does it have any interesting characteristics that set it apart as a fir in terms of its Ooh. either foliage or cone or bark? No, they are as fur as all the other furs. Okay, so we can't really latch onto anything there. It sounds like the its biggest thing is is that it grows in high elevations. Yes, in the Appalachian Mountains. Which I think is okay. I, we can't name it Appalachian anything. Nope. But we could name it something after the fact that it grows in high elevation. Well, high elevations in the Appalachians is not very high. Right? Yeah, it's not. This is probably about 5,000, 6,000 feet. It's about the highest that it would go. Okay. Uh, but that's kind of pretty much as high as you'd expect most uh, most trees in that area to grow. Like that's that's pretty high up there. It's pretty very snowy. Mm. Um, they do have very uniform uh, branches. Like it's very they're they're very nice looking, but not like it doesn't necessarily split them apart from other fir trees. Yeah, um, I kind of like the idea of something like ascendants because oh. their their branches kind of grow upwards and outwards. Which is a trait of many of them, mm-hmm. but it's not like they they kind of do it a lot. Their angles of their branches are not horizontal; they're just slightly upwards. Well, you know that makes me think of like a celebratory sort of arm gesture, oh, like yeah, yeah, like kind of excited. Ooh. Maybe it could be like the 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 thrilled pine or the or mm. pine fir, the the excited fir, the excited or fir. um, let me look at thesaurus. Yeah, okay. So if that was if we we're gonna do that, then that would be like um, maybe like Dionysus. We can go Greek on it. Oh, hey, and, now we're talking. Yeah, call it, uh, is it, what was the Latin, what was Dionysus's Roman counterpart? Do we know this? 
Alex is looking at his chart of Greek mythology, mythologic family tree. Bacchus. Bacchus. Okay, so what if we do, uh, wait, Dionysus and Bacchus? So Bacchus was the Roman? The uh, god of wine, yeah. Wait a second. Those are all Greek. Oh, wait, maybe that's just their other name. Yeah, Bacchus and Dionysus. Fuck. Well, either way, I was trying to think of maybe something with that where we could do like it's uh, it's Abe's Dionysica. Okay. Abe's Bostica. I like that. Wait, the Romans called him Bacchus. Oh, Romans did? Yeah. <laughs> okay. In that case, why don't we just do that? Uh, but is that I, not naming him after a per, naming it after a person? I guess uh, they didn't. I guess ex- not a real person. Yeah, it's more of a it's it's a Greek god. It's an idea. It's an idea. He's the 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 patron god, which is like the same as a spirit of a representation something. of other things. Yeah, of but worldly it, things. I do still hear you though. Like that is that that is a it's a bit of a stretch. I think it's a stretch, but okay. it's it's not it's not it's not an immediate no. So what if we just go with something that is that instead of saying the person named after the god that represents it? Why don't yeah. We just do it. How about the eager fur? The eager fur. I love that. It's eager. It's like, ah. Hi. Yeah. Uh, okay. Whoa, whoa. It's cool. I'm, eh, we're here. Eager it's fur. Fine. That's Thank great. You, you, why don't you chill? Chill out. We're going. <laughs> I'm walking. The eager fur. I like it. Okay. So that would be, uh, that would be AB's, uh, instead of Fraser I. I think we can, st- we can use Bacchus for the Latin name. AB's Bacchus. AB's Bacchus. <sighs> love it. That sounds so good. Amazing. Casey, you it pick it. It might a- be Bossica. Oh, that's cool. Bacchus. Bacchus. I don't know. Casey, you pick the next one. All right. I am going to choose Virginia Pine. Wow. Now, Virginia Pine is named after the place Virginia, which is named after the virgin Queen Elizabeth I. So strange. Hey, sometimes people aren't into sex, and that's okay, Queen. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, Queen. It was all It was all a, a ruse. Yeah, she just never had a child. Does that make one a virgin? I think they were using it ironically. Like she was a she was a modern woman. I don't And I think that they were like, yeah, you know, the virgin queen. Yeah, yeah right. Like, wink yeah, wink. That's me. Yeah. Really? So okay, I'll I'll go with it. Okay. Done. <laughs> so <laughs> rewriting the- history. <laughs> uh yes, well, uh Queen Elizabeth the first. Yep. Born uh fifteen thirty-three. Yep. White female female the only one but also like i have to say like it's kind of a stretch because it's named after the place which is named after her so it's not really yeah. an honorific to the queen and it's not even really named after her it's named after like one of her attributes with which uh-huh. many other people have yes but she was known specifically for that like that was like i just googled virgin queen and it was like Queen Elizabeth I. Okay. So it's an attribute applied specifically to her. Um, so I, I think okay. you're right. We should give it a half credit, though, because I don't think that it is. They didn't say, ah, oh, we're going to name this tree after the queen. She's a virgin queen, so we're going to call it Virginia. This is, oh, we found this tree in this place we call Virginia. Therefore, we're going to call it the Virginia pine i think it still counts because ultimately yeah. it was named after her yeah it, but it's, it's just not the, named after her name exactly yeah. so i think you're right okay so we should give him at least a little bit of credit for that so it is at least named after a non-male figure in yeah. this instance that's something so although it is, that female happens to be the queen of england exactly so it's like well, not like a botanist or <laughs> exactly um so yeah casey the uh this is this is the pinus virginiana the virginia you, pine 
Also called the scrub pine, Jersey pine, possum pine. And see, this is something that I, I love is that there are a bunch of other vernacular names for these things. Yeah. Like uh, ghost pine, for instance. Like one of the vernacular names we chose was ghost pine. Yeah. While there are others that are less savory or just as neutral, you know? Sure. So I think that uh, I think that we could either go with one of those names or we can I come mean, up with our own. I kind of like... Going with possum pine. Possum pine? Is that just because pop with possums live in these trees? I don't know. Probably. Or in Virginia. Yeah, I feel like in Virginia, that's exactly like, oh, yeah, well, there's a bunch of possums up there. If you look up in a tree and there's a possum, that might be a possum pine. <laughs> that might be a possum pine. Now, I do think that, that we are doing a little bit of a stereotype for all you Virginians out there. <laughs> no, this you're is not. <laughs> Virginia of the late 18 or the, the early 1800s, mm. to be very clear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And my yes. uh, my good friend uh, who I lived with for several years, uh, just one year, uh, my old roommate, Zach, he's also from Virginia. He's got that accent. I think it's perfectly fine to make fun of people from places. Oh, thank you. I agree. Anyway, also, it goes goes both ways. Of course. Make fun of Oregonians. Yeah, I yeah. put up that shit constantly. The, the <laughs> internet hates Portland. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, oh, woe is me. Uh, so, Casey. <laughs> Woke is you, Alex. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Portland. I vote either possum pine or we come up with something, but mm. possum pine is strong. Yeah, possum pine is pretty good. Uh, what do you think? Because I don't, I don't think it should be scrub because it's a big tree, like it grows. Oh, um, but it, it also no has, a, it's got a lot of, it's not, it's got a lot of, got a lot of cones on it. Yeah, and the cones are pretty vicious looking. They look vicious, but they're really not vicious. Okay. You know, okay. like they, they do look like they have little pokes on it, but they don't really. They're just like laden. Like it's got so many of them. They're there all the time, everywhere. So I kind of want to like think like Pinus, uh, I don't know, Grossus or something. Like, I've got it. What do you got? Conocopia. Wow, Pinus. This is the Conocopia. The Conocopia pine. pine. The cone pine. It has a cornucopia of cones. I love that. That's great. I'm. I know it's. We're having it. a little fun with it, but we did just do three shots because we've named three trees so far. It's true. So we're getting a little wild. <laughs> Please, Alex, can we name a cornucopia? Drink, I had to take the six shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now I'm feeling really goofy. He's drinking for two. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I vote. I vote either possum pine. Or conocopia. Conocopia pine. But I'm not sure. I do see that it's clayed as the rosids. Yes, it is in the rosids, but that is, it's in the pea family. It's a, yeah. It used to be an acacia. Okay. So you'll oh, be familiar yeah, sure. with cat's claw acacia. I think we've brought that up a few times. Thorn mimosa and acacia. Yes. So the acacias have thorns. Yes. A lot of them. But all their names have changed. They did this big revi- a revision of mm. a lot of the pine species and specifically the acacia. So you'll recall that the, uh, what were we talking about? I think it was the koa, which is technically an acacia species. Yeah. Um, they had named a plant the acacia and you remember with type species the first one that they name defines that type yes yeah anything that is similar to that is related to it yeah so what they did is they said okay we have these trees we're going to call them acacias then they described them and then went down to australia found a bunch and said well these really like are actually acacias in a very kind of like old-fashioned sense i need to do my research again Mm. because i can't remember what it was but they changed the name and essentially took away the type species acacia and gave it to a different acacia and then changed what used to be the type species to be 
essentially prosopis. I remember us talking about this yeah. at some point. I can't remember the details. It's very interesting. Yeah. It was like one of these weird things where they like took away precedent in a weird way. Yeah. And they also have done this with this. So now it is no longer Acacia Gregii. It is Senga- Senegalia Gregii. From Senegal. Exactly. So they changed the scientific names. It's it's from the southeast United States. The south, oh, actually. Oh, never mind. Uh, rather the Midwest. Oh, my God. The south of Texas. Will you do me a favor? Yes. Take a deep breath <gasps> and think about nothing for like two seconds. Alex. And then start speaking. I've never done that before. <laughs> We've talked about the, one of the big differences between you and I. When I'm trying to think of something, I go silent so uh. I can think of it. But you think out loud yeah. so we can hear your thought. Pro- you getting closer to what you mean <laughs> to say. It's like it's like you're coming on a journey with me. <sighs> it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> so this is named after Greg somebody. This is. This is named uh, after uh, after Greg. Josiah Greg. Yes, that's correct. Initially, Who? I should say, because we used to call it, like in the Sibley Guide, yeah. it is Greg's, or rather just Greg Clat Cat. Claw. Greg Clack Cat. Well, it's hard yeah, to say. Yeah, it's hard. Clack. Greg, Greg Cat, Cat Claw. Claw. Okay. Yes. Um. So this is Josiah Greg, born uh-huh. 1806, and he appears to be white and a male. Yep. Uh. Let, let's check out the, the what the what's the mustache looking oh, like there. He didn't enter the contest. He didn't. He is clean shaven. Uh. But also look at that hair. Nice like, glossy face. Yeah. He's got he's got a nice uh kind of uh, flat brow, very crow magnet. I'd say. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is. He looks a little bit like a crowson. I I would I think. Yeah. He does. He looks like the kind of person you're like. Hey, Josiah, and he would look over at you with very kind eyes. He's what I would call ethnically Mormon. <laughs> what? All right, we'll stick with that. I saw that somewhere, and I just thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> Ethnically Mormon. You know what I'm saying? Look at him. I think I kind of do. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Casey. Um, wow. Do we know why this why this was named after Greg? Uh, I do not have any real idea, other okay. than he was a merchant, explorer, and naturalist. So somebody. Uh, maybe he found it initially and said, hey, I found this tree. And someone said, great, we're going to name it after you. Uh, that's my assumption. Okay. But the reason that um, uh, in, in this, you'll see in my notes, I said, oh, but wait, because it is no longer called the Cat Claw, or rather it's still called that. It's no longer called Greg Cat right. Claw. It, when I Googled it, it was literally called the Wait a Minute Tree. I saw this. To which I said, why is it called a wait a minute tree? Yeah. Do you know why they have this as a name? Can I can I uh, can I do a guess? You may absolutely. I, I think like it probably you can probably harvest something from this tree. Okay. But if you harvest it, the way to tell if you're too early in harvesting it uh, is if all these cat claws are out, you'll cut yourself. People huh. are just wait a minute, and the cat claws fall off. They're like uh, they're deciduous. I love that. And idea. then you can harvest the thing. That is very beautiful. Alex. But it's not it. Not it. Why is it called a wait a minute? Because. Apparently, they will catch those cat claws. Uh-huh. Will catch your clothes as you walk by, <laughs> as if the tree is saying, "Hey, wait a minute!" Fun, isn't that great? That's great. So I'm like, done. <laughs> that yeah. sounds perfect. The wait a minute tree. I love it. Or I think maybe we should just call it the wait a minute. The wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. those yeah, are yeah. wait a minute over there. Yeah, there's a wait a minute. Big big forest of uh, big big uh, grove of wait a minute. Well, actually, we call groves of wait a minute ours. Nice. Welcome. Anyway, that's all we can do today because there's no possible way we can keep going after I have that banger of a joke.
<laughs> an hour of wait a minute. An hour. <laughs> One minute at a time. We'll yeah. get there. Those are anyway, more like a, those are more like a, that's a long weekend of wait a minute over it there. It is. Yeah. Wow. We got a long weekend. There's more. Hey, there's a fortnight of wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. They're invasive. If you don't pay, if you don't uh, cut them back, it'll turn into a, a month of wait a minute. <laughs> it'll turn into a month. Oh, it's so good. All right. All right. Alex. I love let's, it. Let's do it. It's adaptable too. That's fun. It really is. You can, scalable. It's I should scalable. Say. I was going to say. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, next up, <laughs> I'm going to choose. That let's would, see. Honestly, I also think that's such a good name. Like, like if you translate that to a different language, yeah, you know, yeah. like, wait, wait a minute. That's, so if you translate that exactly, it's just hold on one minute. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's the name of that tree. <laughs> yeah. I like it that it's like a little phrase. Yeah. That's it, fun. I think uh, it's hyphenated I, too. Right. I, I think in, in Japanese and Chinese, you get this a lot because mm. their words are based on symbols. So the name of something German is also similar to this hmm. where it's like you have one name for something is really like a few different descriptors for it. Sure. So yeah. You have the descriptor for the tree. You also have the descriptor from where it is, maybe what it looks like. Yeah. And you mush it all together. And the name of it is the big tree from the riverside. Totally. So, but I love that when you translate it, it, it just is one word. Yeah. 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 So I kind of like that when like the translations look really goofy, but I think that is kind of funny to be like, Oh yeah, that's a, wait a minute. That is great. You just say it enough. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. There's that. I wish there was some sort of like hieroglyph based English. Oh, or what I, is that called? <laughs> Character based? Yeah, I, guess? I believe it. I believe they're called emojis. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, they wrote an entire emoji Bible. That sounds awful. Yeah, it does. I yeah. hate that that exists. <laughs> uh, Casey, next up, you know what? We're, we're running up against our time limit here, Case. So I think we should end with the big one. The one I've been dreading this whole time. The one you've been dreading. The Douglas fir. The Douglas fir. Yeah. after david douglas mm-hmm. another scotch botanist a scottish botanist yeah. i should say um born 1799 huh. uh is white and is a male yep also no mustache no mustache to be heard of unfortunately bit of a, bit of a shame david i think really? he could look good with like kind of a handle once he moved to america sort of a handlebar you know daniel Plainview Ooh. mustache you know i think he would be better with a full beard uh so casey we got david douglas um we all know who he is. He's a he's a Scotch botanist, yeah, uh, yeah. plant explorer. Died in a pit trap in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. As all the good ones do. I, I shared this fact recently when I was in the studio with yeah. this, this group of people, and we started talking about David Douglas High School. And I said, named after David Douglas, and I and the Douglas fir. And I I said, hey, you want to hear a fun fact? You know how he died? He fell into a pit trap meant for boars in Hawaii, uh, thinking that it would get some sort of like positive sort of laugh reaction, and it just sucked the air out of the room. Oh, it I'm sucked. Sorry. Well, that's why you just got to be like, well, no one's curious about these. Like, that's crazy. No one has anything to say about that. <laughs> I can't believe you guys aren't reacting to this thing. This next song is going to suck, and it's because of you. <laughs> you should have played along, <laughs> goddammit. <Yeah>. And <laughs> then just ruin it the whole time uh okay okay back back on track yeah well this name is kind of interesting casey because not only is it named after a person Mm -hmm. but it's a bit of a misnomer 
It's a false fur. Correct. This is not, or a false hemlock, I yeah. should say. It, it's all of the above. It's both, because the the common name is a hyphenated fur, which means it's false fur. Correct. But the scientific name is a false hemlock. Exactly. Pseudosuga. Yeah. So what the fuck is it? Nobody we're, knows. We're about to find out. We're about to find out. Yeah. I have not done the research, and I said uh, years ago, but it's actually, it's a little bit more challenging than you'd expect, uh, but there, I have not found something that says, oh, here's the vernacular name for it. Yeah. In fact, let's use Japan as a really good example for this. Hmm. We've obviously been talking about it for the last month, That's but true. Japan is a, a country that has its own language. And they've named all of their trees. And when people from the West finally started going over there, they would say, oh, well, what's this tree? And they would have a name for it. And they would actually listen to it. But then we'd name it like, oh, okay, it's the Hinoki Cypress. Ah, you know? sure. It's the Sawara Cypress. When really, these are just the Japanese names. We have to get our influence in there. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's a little bit of a, 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 a rub there. But at least uh, the name was was given as opposed to if anyone came over and said hello native peoples to this land what do you call this thing yeah they would have a name for it but i haven't been able to find what it is for this tree okay. i know it's out there and i just have not had the time to take sure a look. yeah it's not like you, you came up with nothing so therefore it must not exist yeah exactly but i will um, also say that they maybe maybe did not have the same uh taxonomic structure that we do mm. the the one that we use are famous Linnaeus's Linnaean, yeah. uh, structure that is what we would call the scientific taxonomic system it's wonderful it's great we use it but everyone else as we've noted has their own like folk taxonomy so it could have been that the native peoples had names for every single tree but they would maybe not differentiate between two trees that look very similar mm. that we now would say are two different species. Sure. They might have also lumped trees together in a different way. So it couldn't have been that they just had named A, B, and C for A, B, and C trees. It could have been that they said, yeah, all those trees are this kind of tree. Sure. You know yeah. I mean? We have to kind of we have to kind of forget about some pretty foundational beliefs that trees are species and then genre yeah. and then a family Precisely. and like the way that we lump them together. I mean, like you have to forget all that. And I've got a, I've got a pitch for the Douglas fir. Ooh, now before I, I want to hear it, so don't forget it. Okay. But this has ramifications. The reason that I'm glad we ended on this yeah. is that because the Douglas fir is neither fir, Douglas or hemlock. Yeah. It doesn't have its own name. That's what I'm saying. But there are like six species of, quote, Douglas fir. Yeah. The only reason we call it Douglas fir is because when the West came over and said, oh, here's this tree, the the fir, the pine, the spruce, it's a Douglas fir. It's a, it's a different thing. Then when we found others, the big cone, the several or four other species that are in Japan and China, mm -hmm. we in the West now call them the Wilson's Douglas fir, the Big Cone Douglas fir, that Douglas fir, instead of its own thing. So whatever your pitch is about to be, it theoretically would need to also be applied to the rest of them. That's right. Ooh, Alex is ready. This is like, He's up to the challenge. Uh, imagine Eddard Stark mm -hmm. is like, you know what? Fuck the Stark name. <gasps> We're gonna come up with something completely different. They change it, Ugh, I and hope then he's they're like, 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 like 
like big toughies. <laughs> the big cold toughies. Yeah. But then, you know, well, the car Starks are also named after Stark. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. we have to send a raven to them and have them update their banners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you're the car big toughies? <laughs> anyway. So, Casey, my pitch for the Douglas fir. Okay. We can, we can, I don't have like a specific thing, but. Sure, yeah, yeah. Something to do with the mouse butts. Okay, yeah, that's that was my initial thought, too. Okay, perfect. Too. And if you don't know what we're saying, on the Douglas fir cone... If you don't know what we're saying, look up butt, comma, mouse. <laughs> there's, there's, there are bracts coming out of each scale that appear to be a little... The hind legs and the tail of a mouse. Uh, that's the shape, kind of the general shape of those bracts. Yeah. So I think it should be, you know, the mouse, the mouse butt, pine. Ooh, or not, okay. Or maybe not pine... It is. Is it closest to a fur in terms of its other qualities? Um, I mean, its leaves are closer to a fur, but I think, I mean, it's actually like in terms of scientific relation, like genetics. Yeah. It's mostly related, most closely related to larches, actually. Larches, oh. Keteleria, and a few others. Okay. That makes sense, actually. Um, yeah. I say we call it the mouse, the mouse butt. And then the rest of them are like, you know, the, the southern mouse butt, the eastern mouse butt. Or mouse, maybe mouse butt cone. Mouse butt cone tree. The mouse butt cone tree. Mm, okay, all right. Or so, the mouse, the mouse cone. So I'm just doing a quick, a quick look here, uh, because I just want to confirm. Okay, okay. Or one. the mouse house cone, because there's a lot many oh, m- mice in that. Okay, house. okay. Do we have anything for Latin? What's Latin for house? Uh, Manisha or Isha's, something like that, right? I'm looking it up. Thank you. Now, as you're looking that up, I know this makes for great radio. We are also looking up all the different cones. Yep. Okay. They all got bracts so far. Every single one has a bract that looks just like the others. So house is either domum or casa. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I like domum. And mouse is moose, M-U-S. What, what if we make it like uh, what um, uh. Well, I guess we're talking about the common name. So this would be not the Douglas fir. This about, would be... How, how about this, Casey? Okay. M- mouse is moose, M-U-S. Okay. Casa, the muscasa. The Mus- muscasa. That's the general... Yes. That's like the, jo- the genus. That would be the scientific genus name. Yes. Muscasa. And then you have the southern muscasa. Japanese muscasa. The mountain muscasa. Yeah, big cone muscasa. Big cone muscasa. Oh, that's fun. And then the one that grows here, the one that we call the Douglas fir, is just yes. the muscasa Ooh, or the common we, muscasa. Yeah. Oh, I love. I, that's nice. The common muscasa. Yeah. Now, common is is to to a place, so it's relative. Okay. So if you are elsewhere, and you call the common, then it doesn't quite make it there. How about? Uh, what about big? It's the tallest of all of them. So what if we call it like the um, the Grand Muscasa? Grand Muscasa. Yeah, this is the Grand Muscasa. <laughs> Go talk to the Grand Muscasa. He's in the booth in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to knock. Bring a, bring yourself a little bit of cheese, okay? <laughs> He's wearing a fez and smoking a cigar. <laughs> uh, that I would heard be... you wanted a word. Uh, uh, I just uh, um, uh, falls on you. Feed him to the rats. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like I like Grand Muscasa. That sounds fun. great. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay. Mouse Muscasa. Yeah, that sounds nice. M U S C A S A Muscasa. M U S C A S A S A Muscasa. Muscasa. I like that. Honestly, it does. It has like a very flow term to it. it feels it feels a uh, feels almost like honestly Mexican. Interesting. Like, this feels like a Mexican kind of name. Muscasa. 
Yeah. I mean, like yeah. It, it sounds, casa is literally Spanish. Sure. So. It, does, it sounds like a liquor or something, like oh, a mezcal yeah. or something. You know? Dude, I think that'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Like, hey, I'm going to the store again some Muscasa. You yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's just like, like a liqueur made with Douglas fir cones. All right, Case. That's That was our uh, brainstorm session. I think we got some good work done. Yeah. And you know what? We have some others. So uh, we'll do this again. But while we come up with doing this again, uh, you all out there, if you think of something, yes. if you want other names, you have two options. You have two ways to interact with us this time mm-hmm. first one give us your names if you think of something because there are lots of creative people out there listening to this right now that blow you and i out of the water yeah, alex sure no offense to you or me well, but we want to hear it i want to hear that uh these other names and if you have a tree that you're like what do you guys think about this one yeah send it over to us we'll come up with it i love it casey i also think you know as part of this new order that we're, we're creating uh the grand order the grand order mm-hmm. the muscasa order it sounds a little supremacy <laughs> well, um, i was going yeah, okay you're right <laughs> i was i was thinking uh star wars what's the the new that is the is, new, order, the new I order? Think. Yeah. yeah okay um first order excuse me first order that's yeah. right all right so, so yes you're right i, I think i think that we should I think that part of our new kind of bylaws are like, you know, we have the scientific name, yes, and use those whenever you don't want to be mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think it should also, there should be an emphasis on folk taxonomy. Yes. Like, call it what your what your people in your little region call it, no matter how regional, you know? Interesting, And share yeah. that with somebody else, and, and don't be like, no, no, it's called this. Yeah, be like, yeah, Just yeah, be yeah. like, oh, we call it this. Oh, interesting, we call it this. I think that would be very, very good. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to this first episode of Completely Arbitrary Tremium. Hey, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Completely Arbitrary is produced by Alex Croson and Casey Clapp. Our artwork is by Jillian Barthold, and our music is by Aves and the Mini Vandals. If you want to support this podcast and become a Tremium member, head over to arbitrarypod.supercast.com. Thanks for listening.